0: The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about you, Cowboys? Yes! Go Cowboys! This, this is Media Mash, a roundtable of Cowboys insiders dropping wisdom and offering sizzling takes on the current state of your Dallas Cowboys. Now, your host, Nui Scruggs. Media Mash, let's ride. Tuesday,
1: Cowboys are off. But there's still Cowboy issues to talk about because we've got to trade. And let's dive into it with John Mishota of The Athletic. It's Patrick Walker of DallasCowboys.com. All right, gentlemen, give fans the whole lowdown on Jonathan Hankins' defensive tackle from the Raiders. they trade a seventh-round pick to him in his tenth year. Go ahead, Mr. Walker. 6'3".
2: 340 pounds of football playing human. Cowboys know him well from his years spent with the New York Giants. Uh, Former top draft pick of the Giants. Had one short stay, one year in Indianapolis en route to Los Angeles, um, Las Vegas, where he's been the past couple of seasons. 30 starts in the two previous seasons. He's been active in five games. Um, And and you wanted a big body to drop in front of that, in that defensive line to help stop the run. Jonathan Hankins is hopefully going to be that guy. Uh, for Dan Quinn in this defense, uh, we they're going up against the Bears' de- uh, offense that put up almost 250 yards rushing in the blowout of the New England Patriots. I have no doubt that uh, Jerry Jones and company saw that and were like, "Well, we were already talking with Vegas about doing it. Pull the trigger." And so here we are. There we go.
3: Yeah, I would say the one thing that jumped out to me is at, at the beginning of when you see this come down is, all right, Neville Gallimore just was inactive on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, what does this mean for Neville Gallimore? And I'll say this just from the people that I've been in contact with in the last couple hours, this is a run stopping DN. So I don't know that it necessarily means, oh, Neville Gallimore is out. I know fans have been like tweeting stuff like that. Oh, this sure. must be what I-. he's going to be a first, second down player. Jonathan Hankins is. Neville Gallimore is paid to get after the passer. Um, interesting that he was inactive for the game. Certainly an interesting storyline uh, there. To monitor as we go forward, but that's Hankins is here to. And here's the thing: like, he's not even a guy that's going to get you a bunch of sacks or a bunch of no, run stops stuff, stuff like does. that. He's going to eat up uh, blockers, let your linebackers run free. He's going to be a guy that that really does the dirty work. That's yeah. that's why you add a guy like that. And um, and then frankly, I'm just I'm not one of these big. Oh, the, the value of a sixth, seventh round pick, I don't care. You yeah, know, those I, are what, flyers. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I mean, flyers. they can hit. Maybe you get a Quinton Bohanna and I'm not going to do Wilson. Uh, yeah, but I'm, okay, <laughs> and you can Raleigh? you can go ahead and put those names over here. No, and, then, you're right. and then I'll put the, the names over there the that rule. I'm not going to mention right now because right. I don't want to call guys out, but yeah. there's a lot more the on this list than there is the over rule. there. Yeah, the exception is not the rule. And if this guy's going to help you right right away with the only weakness you have on defense for what is arguably the best defense in the league, I I, I think it's a great move. And, and and you know what I wonder too is, you know, a lot of people are going to say, "Oh, when he was at the Raiders, his play started to drop off." You know they might have been playing him too much for the Raiders. He's not gonna. He's gonna be on a on a well, rotation here. He ain't gonna be asked to do as much as he probably was there. And, and that's that's
2: key. And I love that you said that, John, because in the uh, in the write up that I did today on the Jonathan Jonathan Hankins move, I, I specifically noted that because he's coming into a defensive line that has so much depth on the interior, he's not going to be asked to do what he was asked to do in his early years with New York and potentially with the, the Raiders over the past couple of years. He doesn't need a ton of snaps. He's a one or two down guy, you get in there, you get him to plug the run, you get him out of there. Uh, And it's unrelated uh, to Neville Gallimore for the reasons John said, but also I get from a fan standpoint, they're looking at the timing of it, they're saying well, Neville Gallimore wasn't active, what's going on? And then a few days later, trade for Jonathan Hankins. But keep this in mind, the Cowboys signed Carlos Watkins from the practice squad to the active roster because Dan Quinn and Mike McCarthy wanted to beef up the run defense. So that in and of itself lets you know that they were kind of hinting at trying to do something here. Jonathan Hankins is in that lane, not in a lane that pushes Neville Gallimore out. Uh, And Stephen Jones did say that there was a little, and Mike McCarthy kind of doubled down on it, there was a little bit of a health issue that cropped up on Neville Gallimore. He was medically cleared, but with whatever the issue was, it was a less than one hundred percent Neville Gallimore versus a one hundred percent Tristan Hill. They went with Tristan Hill against the line.
1: So, so then we see the Twitter took a whole bunch of Cowboy stuff off off his Twitter page. Do we read into that? His Abby's still
2: Cowboys. Still has his, his he's in his uni- Cowboys uniform in his AV. I mean, if he if he wanted to go full Kyler Murray. I think I don't think he would have stopped short of changing the avi. You, you know what I mean? And I'm not one of it's those probably got some other pictures. Right, and use. that's fair. And I'm and I'm not one of those that Puts much of any stock in what athletes do with their bios, and and you know they deleted this, and they uh, who cares? Because, oh, I do
1: because we we know there's a lot of guys and I, and I, and that, listen to that. And, way. I'll, and
2: I'll say this in in John Machota's voice: you take those people and you put them over here, and I can tell you, and there's a whole other group of people that don't u- utilize Twitter in that way, and they just make some changes. I don't track down the. The Twitter sphere and say, "Oh, what might this mean?" I'm not going to Scooby Do it around like that. I, we'd when rather I, just kind of work the back channels I, and see what's actually going on. And again, I, I, I don't did. think Neville would have stopped short of. And, and I love what Steven said as far as hopefully throwing some cold water on it when he was speaking to 105.3 FM The Fan. This guy's wonderful employer, Kevin Gray, um, <laughs> when up he up? said that he was mentioning Neville Gallimore. He said it was a health issue that kind of cropped up. And quote, "There's, you know, I wouldn't read into it." End quote. Mike so,
3: McCarthy, though, later on the day, said coach's decision. He did. So right, that was it, interesting. He,
2: yeah, yeah. which kind of goes to the you know less than 100 percent Neville versus.
3: 100% I mean, there, it certainly goes yeah. back to it goes back to that practice. But in the Denver.
2: timing of it, I, I
3: get how fans, you know, how the docs could July be gamer. connected when he said but, when he said publicly, yeah. like I didn't know about this altitude and how he was out of breath and stuff <laughs> like that. And then all of a sudden it was like, then he's playing or you're sitting there, fourth preseason game or third preseason game, you're just like why is Neville Gallimore still out here in the fourth quarter? You know, you could just tell that there was, they uh, weren't happy with what they were getting from him.
1: So it was, and I can't remember what day it was on the players lounge that I did. I I asked everybody, name me a guy you need more from. Mm -hmm. And Neville Gallimore was the guy. And it would kind of just, I was the only one who said it. It was kind of, you know, okay. And I was like, right now, if you try to beat the Cowboys, you're saying to yourself, how do you run the ball? Mm -hmm. And, they're trying to fix that, but I thought Neville Gallimore would give them more this year. And I look at Osa Digizua fantastic pick, really mm-hmm. good player. I'm sitting here myself saying, you know, you you he should not be surpassing. You guys are, you know, I was thinking they're going to be a tandem together. Right now, right. one is ahead of the other. So this will be – I am I am more than happy to see that they are holding people's feet to the fire, not just giving folks jobs.
2: I agree. I, I just wonder if, if Neville is more of a, um, a momentum-based talent. Because you have guys like Sam Williams, for example, who can get you two sacks, of forced fumble, fumble recovery, and only 12 reps um, come in – right off the bench and just get it done, go out, come back in, get it done again. I'm wondering if Neville Gallimore is one of those guys that you you really have to let him build momentum and then he starts to you know be destructive in his game. And if that's the case, he's in a, a rotation where you might not get that with the Cowboys because you got Chauncey Ghost and you got Oso Diggy Zua. Quentin Bohanna's definitely going to get his reps. So Tristan Hill. So as the, the Cowboys try to figure out that interior line rotation, if Neville is in fact a guy who requires more to get going, he might have to learn how to do more with less. And, and this successful. is something
1: that we hadn't really thought about at the beginning of the year. We were expecting more. Let's bring in Kevin Gray, 1053 The Fan First brother, brothers. Good to, Good to see you. Good to see you. Good to see you. Welcome back, brother. Jonathan Appreciate Hankins, you, man. You, when you heard about the trade, what, what were your thoughts?
4: My first thought was well, the Cowboys are actually engaging in activity that makes them better as a football team because this is not something we've seen over the last few years as far as making moves as we get close to the trade deadline. So I was actually happy to see that a move was made, but more importantly, addressing a need based on the way that this run defense has been performing so far this year. So the fact that they decided to look at some weaknesses on this team, actually go out and address it, you actually got him on the cheap as well, not having to give up much compensation-wise. I like the move, and it tells me that at least this team is thinking about that they have the opportunity now in a wide-open NFC to go ahead and address the need, and they actually went out and, and did it.
2: The biggest need. I mean, yes. ar- arguably the only real handicap on an otherwise elite defense. So, I mean, you got to love it. Uh, we'll see how it pans out, but you can't say they didn't make the effort.
4: They tried to go out and
2: make, yeah. and
3: address the need. They so. made the effort. 20th
1: yeah. in the league against the run.
3: Um, going back to March, just going to throw out some of the names. For a team that doesn't do much in terms of trading and signing, Uh, players from other teams the Cowboys since March have added Dante Fowler James Washington Kevante Turpin Brett Maher Anthony Barr and Jason Peters before today I mean for them to kind of not really make a big emphasis there those are some pretty key players so I don't it's kind of interesting when you look back all the way back to March that you knew they weren't going to spend I'm I, I believe that they need to to make some type of aggressive move at some point whether they do that or not is another thing but with their calculated moves they've They've panned out pretty well.
1: Should this be the only move they make, or should they make another move, Kevin?
3: Um, I think right
4: now they're okay. Because I start to, I mean, wide receiver would be the only other position I would think that you might want to address when you get to the trade deadline. Now, who do you address with, and how much willing are you willing to give up in order to get maybe a DJ Moore or something like that out there? That's another question. But I think wide receiver would probably be the only other position I would consider needing to be addressed at this point.
2: I was, I was actually. Kind of torn because we got this question in the mailbag, and I had to really sit back and think. And I was like, you know what? Prior to the Hankins trade, you're hard pressed to figure out where. If you look on the defensive side of the ball, you're stacked at safety. You know, you're you're stacked at linebacker, which is why Jabril Cox can't get on the field. Demond Clark should be activated here shortly. You gonna have to figure that out. Come to the defensive front, there's kind of a hole there. Run defense, okay. There you go. But you just made that trade, now come to the offensive side of the ball, you got. You're deep at tight end, assuming Schultz remains uh, healthier or gets healthier. Offensive line has been playing much better. Uh, Tyler Smith, he's showing some things. Connor McGovern, he's not playing poorly enough to lose his job. He's actually showing some things as well. Terrence Steele has has kind of come on strong. Zach Martin, is Zach Martin. And Tyler is quite as, it, as it's kept, he has played pretty well this season. So, offensive line looks good. Running back, nothing to see there as long as Ezekiel Elliott remains available and healthy. Um, quarterback, you're all set. Cooper Rush showed you what he is at QB2. Where are you going? Wide receiver is the only thing you could go to, Correct. but I'm not giving up assets for WR4. That's that's where I run into the brick wall. For WR4, I'm going to look at Jalen Tolbert and or Kevontae Turpin, and I'm going to say, one of you two guys, uh, I need negative, something from sir. one of you two negative. Negative. <laughs> I know what I'm, right. Negative, sir. Negative, What if the they case, think, what if the they case think case that player
3: two? is wide receiver two or three, though? Well, you also have James Washington coming back here soon. Right, so but I'm they, just saying going they,
2: going they might not long. know yeah, what he not is. That, fair. I'm just saying they're going to want to see what— putting on the, the, the Jerry Jones and the Will McClain the Stephen Jones cap— They're probably going to want to see what they can get from James Washington. And they would have liked to have known this before the trade trade deadline, obviously, because if he's not going to pan out for whatever reason, you could make that move, arguably. But it's probably not going to happen that way, and they're just going to be optimistic that when James Washington comes, that at minimum, he can contribute as a wide receiver three slash four on those days that maybe Noah Brown or whomever isn't breaking out in your top three on that depth chart.
1: So, John... Picking off of what you Mm said, pick it for you. Go here first and then go to you, Kevin. What we talked about on the players' lounge is CD Lamb, high ankle sprain, hamstring, quad issue, has to miss games.
3: Yeah, you're in bad, 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 bad spot.
1: Which is why I said I'd be looking at the trade. You got knock
3: on wood,
2: Nui. (laughs) Come on, you got to knock on the wood. <laughs>
1: on, see, this is what I've learned in business school. Hope is not a strategy. Hope is not a strategy. So we are <laughs> developing strategy here. So If CeeDee Liam has to miss time, now I'm looking at Noah Brown, uh, hoping James Washington's back, hoping Tolbert knows where to go and Dak will actually throw it to. I, as I start to look at what my options would be. Gallup becomes your number
4: one in that option as well.
1: <laughs> and, and, and I was going to say, your boy. I was saying <laughs> that your boy. That's where my mind goes to as a general manager, what if?
3: Yeah, I don't think I'm trying to give up my first-round pick. No. But uh, I, could be, I could be made interested real quick on uh, something at wide receiver. That's the one position on this team that I think could afford an upgrade. Um, it doesn't need to be Amari Cooper first-round pick type investment. I don't think that they are anywhere close to what they were when they added him. Uh, but they could afford to add a wide receiver. Um, but it's a difficult thing because you also don't want to add someone that messes up chemistry that you have with your current group. you know. Um, so it's going to be a tough decision to make. I don't know what calls they're getting. I don't know what calls they're making right now at that position. But I find it hard to believe that, that they're just completely 100% set at wide receiver right now.
4: Yeah, because that would scare me if in that scenario where Gallup becomes the number one at that point. And we're talking about Washington possibly coming mm-hmm. back. So everyone moves up a slot. Gallup goes to one. Noah Brown goes to two. Washington is your three. That concerns me a little bit. And it's ironic you mentioned the fact that, you know, not an Amari Cooper type, the Cowboys didn't necessarily have to be in this position if they didn't want to, but they decided to move off of Amari Cooper because for whatever reason they wanted to. So it's just interesting that we're at a position where we're talking about a need at wide receiver when you didn't have to have that be a need coming into the season if you chose but not the, to be that. But way. the
1: flip side of that and, and Steven has been very adamant and and I think you were there in, in uh, you were there when we talked to Steven at uh, at Nobu, you were there too. Yeah, yeah. So they talked about how li- we let Cooper go. We put money in other places. So at this point in time, I'm fine. I
3: don't it's, know about that. No, no. I'm taking back. I, I don't. I, I think you. I think. I think you're better off keeping Cooper.
1: But I'm. Just, I agree. Personally, I. would have kept. I know yeah. what he's talking. He's talking Cooper. Right.
3: He's talking Cooper. Yes, or Schultz and Gallup.
1: And so mm,
3: my receipts are out there for the, <laughs> yeah.
1: So so now it's yeah. na- now you got sunken costs, and so this is where you're at. We're not doing hope, right? We're not doing hope. Okay. So now we're doing hope. (laughs) This is the, okay, guys, we made this decision. Mm. This is where we're at right now. If 88 is not here, if 13, and only they know where 13 is really at right now, is he getting better? Is he, you know, what is he? Do we make some type of move? Do we look and see if there is someone out there? You said, not trying to to do the – the the amari cooper trade that we did before we're not trying to do the roy williams trade we're just trying to find a a you know a potential two who can add here
4: chase claypool maybe no no we're not
3: using any names we're not, no, no no names it i'm just saying it's just funny that oh, it needs to be mentioned because we are talking about wide receiver that is where this team has been the most aggressive over the last two decades when you think of Joey Galloway, Roy Williams, Amari Cooper, there's Roy no Williams, other, the receiver. There's no yeah. position that's close Wolf. to that. When, when it comes to them being aggressive, and, we, yeah. the, it's been wide receiver. <laughs> Wolf.
2: The Amari Cooper trade was quite literally the antithesis of the Roy Williams wide receiver yeah, yeah. trade. Like, oh my God, that, I, I, the, I the latter was say su- say such a bad situation.
1: <laughs> scouts all, you know, the, the scouts all travel together. I mean, they, they, that mm-hmm. that's a family. Yeah, guys right. all know each other. Right. I remember one time sitting, one of the... Best pre-game meals I ever had was sitting with a bunch of scouts over over at Jerry World because you know, they all know each other. You know, just one just you know, patch says Colts or Bills, whatnot. Anyway, um, and you just start to ask them questions about you know guys because they're all going to the same place. I think whoever is scouting for the Cowboys should follow the Steelers scout. Or what, what receivers you looking at? Yeah, mm. where are you guys going at? Yeah, right. they do well. They do well.
3: They do well. You know,
1: every team's got a. a they did. That's they
3: why they signed James Washington. Ooh. We're
1: about to take a break right now. Oh, oh you didn't edge. like what John did there, did you? You didn't, you didn't, like, you didn't like what he did there, did you? <laughs> oh.
4: Oh. Uh, yeah, I got to let that mirror. John, work working. I see you, John. I
1: see
5: you over yeah, there, there working,
1: Kevin man. Gray, <laughs> the <show. laughs> I'm Newish Crooks. radio.
5: I got nothing.
0: Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company,
1: Fort Worth, Texas.
6: When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, NA, equal housing lender, credit and collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply.
0: This is not a commitment to lend. The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field, United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling, United Ag and Turf for winning the official Ag & Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit UnitedAgAndTurf.com for more.
6: Back.
3: Back.
1: back to back. Media Mash. Media Mash, here we go. Segment two, Patrick Walker, DallasCowboys.com, Kevin Gray, 105.3 The Fan. John Machota of the Athletic Eye, Merely New East Scruggs, that help facilitate the conversation. <laughs> you, you hit me and stunned me with the eight-second count on the wide receiver.
3: So it's cut man cut, man, cut man,
4: cut man. Okay, I got my smelling salt. I'm ready to go here. All right, back to the wide
3: receiver talk. Yeah, one other thing I wanted to add into that is is obviously this is part of the reason we're also talking about this is because of Jalen Tolbert. And so yesterday I was thinking, before I came on the podcast, I'm gonna, I want to do some research on this just to see how far this goes back. So Jalen Tol- Tolbert, a third-round pick. Okay, So I was like, I'm just going to go first three rounds that the Cowboys have drafted a receiver. Let's see how far back we got to go okay. until we get a receiver that di- hasn't done anything or, or didn't contribute year one. Right. So it's Jalen Tolbert, CeeDee Lamb, Michael Gallup, Terrence Williams, Des Bryant, Antonio Bryant, and that's 2002. And there's not another one in the top three until you get to 1996. Stepfret Williams. Are you, fr- are you wow. familiar with his work? <laughs> no, what was
1: it 86? Number 86? Was he from Mississippi State or something like that?
3: He was from a small school. I can't remember which one it was. It was like a Northeast Louisiana type thing.
1: And, and, and okay, so guess what? at them small schools, right?
3: Okay, and then before that, okay, before <laughs> that though. Is, is, is uh, that takeaway? And then I decided I'll go back to Michael Irvin. So it goes 93 was Kevin Williams, 92 mm-hmm. Jimmy Smith, 91 Alvin Harper, 90 Alexander Wright, and then 88 Michael Irvin. So the reason I'm mentioning this is because, let's be honest, they've when the Cowboys generally take a receiver in the top three, they usually hit.
1: Top three rounds. Yeah, Alexander Wright.
3: Yeah, top three rounds. Sorry. It was, was, was terrible.
1: Uh, but. That's a pretty good. That's a pretty good mark. And yep. I guess the only thing I can take away from what you said is, is stay away from the small school guys, right?
2: I mean, it's it's, <laughs> it's too soon to try to write the
3: ball yeah, no, over. no, for sure. Um, and and, and these I mean, are only guys I'm talking year one. I mean, Jimmy yeah. Smith is on this yeah, list, absolutely. and Jimmy Smith, if I mean what he was year one with the Cowboys and what he ended up becoming are night and day. But absolutely. I'm just saying year one. I, I'm just saying I bet you they were expecting. Not I bet you. I know they were expecting more. There and if you have more there, we're We're probably not having having this. this. Yeah, we're not having this
1: conversation. Jimmy was really an afterthought. I'm so old I was at the practices in Austin and I remembered during a break and you know they were Super Bowl champs, this Michael being Michael, and he basically telling all the wide receivers, you know you guys aren't getting much. (laughs) 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 Me, him.
5: Good luck. (laughs) Right. Right. <laughs> Jimmy Smith was one of those guys
1: just you know on the knee just kinda listening. And um yeah, Jimmy went on to have a fantastic career with mm-hmm. the Jacksonville Jaguars, but
3: was mm-hmm. like, yeah, they, they they missed so I'm not gonna lie, I didn't remember Stepfret Williams. I had an, I think I had an old football card but I, I couldn't tell you like what he did actually on the field. <laughs> I,
1: said,
2: I'm, no, I'm, I mean just I'm even having That's this like conversation I'm, I'm hard pressed to to see okay so the Cowboys you know they give up the the sixth rounder for Jonathan Hankins and you make a great point there's a such thing as overvaluing picks but then at the same time there's a such thing for as far as having the thought process to think okay if we've done this, who might have we given up? did we give up did we just give up a Mukwamu? we just give up a Donovan Wilson, and it's like, okay, we had to do it so that we can shore this up right now because our window is starting to shrink. But now you're saying, well, in having that thought process, how comfortable would they be in doing it again at any position but this position we're talking about is wide receiver? Because you're going to have to – we're not talking about any big-name guy that's going to be a first, second, third round yeah. that you're giving up. It's going to be a late-round pick that typically would be designated a flyer. But, again, if they're thinking of it from the aspect of we might have just given away a Donovan Wilson – that's fine. We'll eat that for now. Yeah. But well, for yeah. a team that drafts and develops as well as they do, they're not looking at those late-round picks as flyers. So they might tighten the purse string after the Hankins well, acquisition. Here,
1: here, well, here's here's just a thought. Yeah. What about comp picks?
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, th- that's the thing. They have lost and they're tradable. a lot of players and they're the last tradable. couple of years. right? You've lost tradable. So
1: could you say to yourself, well, give up. Now, I I, I saw it was a seventh-round pick. It hadn't been official yet. But yeah, it was yeah, a seventh, seventh round, round okay. in 2024. You get yeah. that high
2: comp for Cooper. Okay,
1: right? so. <laughs> Cooper Rush you know that size, Cooper Rush size, yeah, that. good. So, so Noah Brown <laughs>
2: got it <laughs> what, what do you want to say something on your mind to me <laughs> you
1: know I'm not going to tell you what Clarence I'm not going to tell you Clarence Hill was going to say you know you done made that man mad about Noah Brown <laughs> he did it his- see Okay. You know, when you come up in our conversations, that's what yeah.
4: comes hey man, up. Uh-huh. Noah Brown season, baby. Listen, Noah man, Brown that's season. That's what
1: I'm saying. Man. Noah Brown might,
2: I, and I said, th- he's laughing because last week on Media Mash, I said Noah might take the Cedric arc and, and end up in the process getting you a, a good comp pick. Oh, Clarence almost fell off the so, chair. So, so, so. <laughs> Actually, I'm laughing because it
1: came up this morning. It he came up, on the phone. <laughs> hey, Noah Brown,
6: baby. Noah Brown, I And
3: he also, if he was here, he would also add, we kid because we care. He's not doing it in a in a, in a hateful way. Oh, 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 he, oh! Is he, that how he would couch oh, no, it? Yes. He oh, yeah. always <laughs> says. He always
2: says. I mean, after all, he did yeah. yeah. After all, he did go to the anti-bullying. Um, that's, right, that's, <laughs> right? Right. Well, that's right. That's right.
4: That's right. But it's interesting though. To your to your point about the whole: did they look at it through the lens of we gave up a Donovan Wilson, we gave up a McQuaumu? At some point, this team has to go for it. And yeah, now it appears that they're actually going for it. because if we keep this whole game of we're going to keep playing into the future training and thinking about the future at some point you got to go forward and try to win a championship or at least get True. yourself close enough in a position to try and True. do so and, and it feels like this is a move at least with addressing a line you know the defensive line you're doing that and if you do with wide receiver that's just another indication to me that you're finally actually going for something instead of thinking about it and playing for the future you know over okay. and over again and
3: or, if and when, <laughs> if you just look at forget the AFC if you just look at the NFC if you're not going for it right now, when are you going for it? Yeah, exactly. that thing is wide open. It's wide yeah. open. Which is
1: why I believe we could be a wide receiver. If you just simply sit in the room and say, guys, if something happens to Lamb, where are we? That that's. That is, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll <laughs> knock for if, you. If we don't believe hope is a strategy, I'll knock for you. Okay. I mean, we don't want to believe hope is a strategy. There's, <laughs> some,
4: higher, is, there's some higher. There's some hired guns out there, just you know, floating around, traveling true. around, and, you and, know, yeah. just seeing what the landscape of the NFL looks like. As is always the case. Yeah, As is always you know, the
2: case. There's some veterans and, out there that you could some some mercenaries, so to speak, that you can bring in in, in that situation. With yeah.
1: enough time to bring someone in that they can be very acclimated. By the time you're making your December mm-hmm. run. So, to me, I would do it if I'm the Cowboys. And, yes, you can have your maybe James Washington come. All that could be gravy. But I think about the insurance. You were in the insurance industry, weren't you? For Currently am in okay. the insurance okay. industry. Okay. Yeah. See, I, <laughs> I like, insurance. I like insurance.
3: Insurance is good. Insurance, insurance is, good. is a good thing. Um <laughs> So you're looking for a guy though that would only be Young for people. this year. You were, you're not looking for like an Amari situation where then now you got to pay the guy too. You're just looking for the rest of this season, short, uh, short it, term, it,
1: right? That and then if I'm, you know, if you're Gerald Wayne Jones, you supposed to say, hey, look, you know, I'm going to take a little bit of cost off your hands. Which you're going to have some teams, great, save such dollars, mm-hmm. fine, and they'll just take. But that's the thing, why I can give you a low draft pick because I'm getting ready to take on some salary. Right, and uh, you bring in a player, it's, it's You are just bringing in insurance. And after what I've seen this year with the team, quarterback, you left tackle. I mean, yes, you you've been able to weather some storms. Yeah, yeah. Let's get some insurance because right. we we've seen some things. <laughs> yeah, you know, what's the old like a good neighbor? State Farm is there, or <laughs> get the you. rock? I mean, you, you know, you can people, pay for that. Right? <laughs> flows Progressive. I mean, whatever you got to do. <laughs> you know, I would just simply say. What you don't want to do is to have this great run you're on and think, you know, we tried to save some dollars. Could have would right yeah. through this. Um, McCarthy loves to talk about his Packers team that won the Super Bowl at Jerry World. I remembered in that game, um, Donald Driver went out hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, Woodson went out hurt. And I remember – and I can't remember the – it wasn't Jordy Nelson, but it was another white guy who came in at the receiver spot who Rodgers was targeting and, and was making some plays on. But they needed – they had Ryan Grant that year who was playing very well. Right. You know, you never you always. Greg remember, Jennings was on
4: that squad too. You yeah. always remember your yeah, great
1: you fantasy football teams that don't win. <laughs> <laughs> I had Ryan. Grant, Ryan Grant was your guy. I had Ryan Grant <laughs> low pick like all But but they kept going. I mean he went through a lot of guys. But even in that game he was losing guys. Mm-hmm. And Rodgers kept on you know guys came and did their job. So that's my thing there. It's just man I'd hate to see this team and you know who, who, it's an uh, NFC that yes it is it is a winnable NFC. And you think to yourself, man, we we tried to hold on to a five or a four, and we could have got player X over
4: here. Yeah, I think that's what the best teams do who understand where they are in the moment. We talked about you know, what the Rams did last year, the acquisitions that they made that helped them get over the top. They acquire Odell Beckham Jr. My man's on his way to Super Bowl MVP before he gets hurt. Like these are what the best teams in the league do to find a way to get themselves in that position. And the Cowboys are right there right now based on what they were able to do, whether the storm of Cooper rush. Now you got a chance to go for it. So figure out the best way to still stay within your plan of draft and develop, but at the same time, find a way to go for it. Because as John said, if you don't go for it now, when will you go for it based on what the landscape yeah, of the there's, NFC there's, is right now? There's
2: another way to look at it, even if you're looking at it from the same view of that I put out there. You know, what if we just gave away Mekwamu? Okay, well, contrarily, what if you just gave away John Ridgway? Yeah, exactly. Right. So, I mean, that's, you know, some motivation to say, okay, go ahead, do it. Send the fifth. Because, I mean, if it's accomplished, tradable anyway, mm-hmm. and, you know, there you go.
1: Patrick's a big baseball fan. Last year, the Braves, mm-hmm. middle of the year. Oh, yeah. Oh, let's, you were, let's you were, go. You were not thinking the <laughs> Braves would be lifting up any type of trophy. Let's go. And, and, you know, boom, here they are. Middle of the year.
2: Go get the, you a Jorge Soler. All right.
1: I saw was people
2: <laughs> complaining. You, right.
1: and, you know, nobody complained like Philly fans. All I saw was people trying to hang Joe Girardi with the Phillies. You couldn't have told me this team was going to fire this man and they would end up in, in, in the World Series. So in sports, sometimes you just don't know. I didn't think the Rams are going to make the Super Bowl last year.
4: They go get Von Miller, then they go
1: get but, Odell Beckham yeah, they, Jr. But they did. And way. so, yeah. <laughs> oh, if, yeah. if you're the Cowboy front office and you're so watching you're saying
3: they team. need to go get Odell Beckham Jr.?
1: I said on the last year, <laughs> that's a dude, you do not go get. How many dudes coming off ACLs do we need to see around here? Um well, no. you hope that, that was one my my of thinking. them heads. Like, <laughs> I hope's not gonna be my strategy on that one. I think we got one. We got one. Let's see where it goes. I, I might put some hope into that one
2: though. I mean, <laughs> no, but I mean, I mean he's, he's making I'm, a good point. You, you go I'm, if you're I'm, close, or if you need a turnaround, or whatever the case may be. Maybe you go and get a Ho- Jorge Soler, or, or you know Eddie Rosario, or. You Know, all I mean, right, Patrick. And we the see, we hear, I mean, you, he, he put, put it, it out there, he over. put it out there. So, you know, <laughs> know, listen, I'm sorry, sorry, the Rangers aren't, but um, you know, I'm a Yankee
3: fan, so I don't you know, even know what you're talking uh, about. I, I wouldn't say that out yeah. loud, especially Too next to the Tiger, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, who's the Von Miller? Who do they need to go get, Von Miller?
1: He <laughs> said go, they, they need to So mm-hmm. close. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Von Miller said, please come get me, too. So but, but don't, don't, don't uh, do that, Neal. That's not even. Bitter bitter me as well. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's take a break. Come back with Patrick Walker. Right. <laughs> happy a great job. Nice. I'm Gary <laughs> Scruggs. This is the Media Mash on DallasCowboys.com
0: <laughs> The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field, United, Ag, and Turf.
5: It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Lil Sweet! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper is on its way. So sweet! Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token.
6: When you build, you start with the foundation, and home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Homeownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Equal housing lender. Credit and collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check.
1: Last segment. Well, what are you doing over there?
6: (laughs) He's doing this all season long.
1: Russell can't say it anymore, but I can. Oh, okay. He shut that down on one of his. He's the last person. Oh boy! I'm not going to do that. let's ride. (laughs) (laughs) Saw a report that said Bradley Chubb may get traded. I mean, so. it, it's going. It's trade season, so you're, you just read your social media. There's things that are out there, and there's teams right now that, that are not where they need to be. So we'll see what happens. Cowboys make a trade. They get Jonathan Hankins. Do you think that's because we saw what the Bears did last night?
2: I think that obviously this is a conversation that didn't start the day after the Bears did what they did on Monday Night Football, rushing for almost 250 yards. Went in, for in 241 last night. Right. I mean that. Jeez. I believe that, absolutely. I believe that was the thing that helped the Cowboys helped convince the Cowboys to go ahead and pull the trigger. But these, you know, how these things go. These are conversations that have been going on for days, maybe even weeks. Cowboys have kind of been putting out a feel their soft conversations. Maybe this, maybe that. You you put an offer out. They counter offer. You counter the counter offer, et cetera, et cetera. And I do think it got to the point where the Cowboys were like, okay, well. Hold, please. Let's see what happens with the Bears, and the Bears rack up over
3: 240 yards. They pick up the phone and say, "You know what? Done." <laughs> <laughs> no, you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, Jerry was talking after the game, after the third breakoff. You yeah. know, there's the main breakoff, there's another breakoff, the, high <laughs> break <right>. off. <laughs> the final, the final one, one, right? After the third one, he said that. I mean, he's like he was well aware. Everybody, everybody in the league knew that Christian McCaffrey basically was being chopped around. They didn't have any interest in it, but yeah. you knew that. Obviously, teams were making right. calls and things. Did you want Christian McCaffrey? <laughs> <laughs> you made a face there. I don't know. I was wondering if you were interested there. No, for that, I, I, for that compensation. I, I, you interested?
1: No, but it's amazing that those two teams are going to have no picks. Yeah, between and, and the mm. NFC, you know, the NFC West. I mean, between the, the Rams and the Forty What Why are you scouting?
3: Yeah, yeah. You
6: just. Scouting I mean, just but again, going other guys. But they're going. For for the that 40, exit, that, that speaks to going, going for it, it, yeah. guys. Yeah. That's they're exactly
4: what that it. speaks to. Um. You
1: know. Watching Jimmy G, I don't know if it matters. I mean, I
3: that's say, the part that everybody forgot about, say, that he yeah.
4: still plays quarterback. <laughs> but I
1: think, I think he would have been
3: on board if, if, no, I don't if this either. team no. didn't have Ezekiel Elliott or, or Tony Pollard, and that was the – you know we talk about wide receiver for the Cowboys, but if it was running back they were missing, for where this team is right now – I don't think you would have hated that that much. I don't know that. Th- I don't think they would have necessarily given up that much draft capital, especially all in one draft th- to get him. But I don't think you would have hated that. That that is a move that hey, we're we're going for
1: it. My problem with McCaffrey didn't play, he's just missing. the
3: yeah, yeah, I mean that's why what you're banking on. I would have had a yeah. with it because yeah. of availability.
2: Right. So, I mean, so, so, you just don't know how many games you're getting out of this right. guy, and that, so. That's for, for
1: that for that money. I mean, for yeah. all the complaining people have is about Ezekiel Elliott. The guy's there on Sunday. You're right. You know? Right. And, and that's, that's been a part. And in, in while people are giving Matt Rule the pass, part of the problem is this guy took a job and run CMC is no longer run CMC. He's just not there. When he's there, he can help, but he just hasn't been there right. enough.
3: I wonder how you take a nasty shot to the knee like Zeke did, and then after that, you scored two touchdowns, you and leap over people the you leap the over human beings, and <laughs> and hurdling over guys. It's a strange yeah. thing, because no. I was talking, me and a few other reporters were talking to Zeke at his locker last week, and he was just talking about like the workout regimen and how it's different from college because you have this longer season. You're trying to, uh, it's not, it's not as much of the heavy lifting as it's more of right. you know I'm just trying to keep myself in, in good shape going forward. And we were just other reporters were making jokes about how you know we don't work out and we're eating like. Crap and stuff like that, and he said that even with him, he's got to he's got to be careful about stuff. Like when he eats certain things, you know, he'll he'll be feeling it the next day. It doesn't look like it, but I don't know. There's <laughs> just some. There's some people. I always felt this way about Des Bryant. That Des Bryant in his prime, he could have three meals three meals a day could have been all Burger King and he would have been fine. You know, I, I understand that metabolism <laughs> will catch up with you sometime, but there's just some. Some human beings that are almost like right. superhuman, just, you know? They're elite yeah. athletes. Right, yeah.
1: Elite athletes can, can get yeah. away with some things like that. So I'll, I'll ask you guys this because somebody, I can't remember who was on the phone with me today, they said, Is Ezekiel Elliott going to be with the Cowboys next year? Like, you think they're going to pay him? Are they going to reduce or cut him? And I just said I, said, I said, First off, Pollard's a free agent. Mm-hmm. What are you going to pay Tony Pollard? He's like, yeah, Tony Pollard can't pass block. I said, so, you're not giving him frontline money. I said, so, Tony is a player with limited ability. He's good, but he's going to be limited in the pass game. So, I don't know if anybody's going to make him one. I said, but if you get rid of Ezekiel Elliott and you lose Tony Pollard, what do you have? I, said, I could very high s- draft pick. Right. <laughs> I, I said, right. I could see Ezekiel Elliott coming back. Do they change the contract somewhat? Maybe. I said but I can see Zeke back, Jerry likes him. That was just my take. So yeah. I'm gonna bring it here, just, just bring it to the table. What do you guys
3: think? Well, I definitely don't think both will be back. So they're gonna have to do some make some type of decision there. Um and it'll probably come down to whatever they think is easier to replace. And then obviously like you said about, you know, probably asking for a pay cut or something on, on Zeke's end, and I could see him saying, Yeah, I'm all set, I'm not doing that. So uh there's just a lot of things that have to come into play here, you know. And, and the way we feel about it and talk about it right now could be way different a month from now. So uh, I expect one of them to be gone, and I expect the Cowboys to use a mid-round pick. They're not, I'm not saying first or second round, but I, I expect them to use like a mid-round pick on a, on a running back next year. Yeah. Yeah. Or oh, Go ahead,
4: Because I think Pollard's the one that's going to be gone. Because if you go down that strategy... You keep Zeke around for another year or two. If you believe in the draft and develop strategy, you'll go use a second, third round pick mm-hmm. on a running back, develop the guy behind him. And next thing you know, he takes over for Zeke, you know, two, three years from now. But you still got to think about CeeDee Lamb's contract extension. Trayvon Diggs going to be up for an extension. Those guys are going to be getting paid too. So financially, now you got to think about who you're going to pay and who you're going to keep yeah. versus your salary cap going into the next couple <laughs> years. Because then the year after that, Micah's going to be
2: up for a contract. At some point, you're going to be making
3: Micah Parsons, the (laughs) (laughs) highest-paid defensive player in the game. That's going to cost you a lot of money. Exactly.
2: My my personal opinion is, uh, and it is a complex conversation because the tandem has such a great chemistry. Uh, And not just on the field, but Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott are genuinely, they genuinely have like a brotherhood kind of thing going on. Um, So I think in that aspect, and I never want to speak on another man's pocket and never want to put my hand in there, but I will say it this way, um, I wouldn't be shocked if to keep Tony Pollard, Ezekiel Elliott, was willing to take a little bit less to spread the money over to Tony. But then here's the question, and this is a question that's going to be posed to Tony as well, as far as on his inner circle, the conversations he and his family need to have, is do you want to be a number one back somewhere, right? Because if he wants to be a number one back somewhere, see, that's a different type of conversation because— Arguably, he is capable of doing that somewhere else. You know, whatever the case may be, or just being paid like, a or number just one being back. paid yes. like yeah. a number one back. So it's it's a it's a level conversation. But you know, gun in my head, I believe Zeke is going to be back, and then the Cowboys would lean on someone. They want to lean on Rico Dowdle, but he's not been able to remain healthy the past couple seasons. But. Malik Davis is already flashing as a rookie. You know, you got uh, Allison on practice squad that they're de- developing. So you have those guys, and then you add another draft pick to that to kind of, you know, allow you to flesh things out behind and with Zeke, Ezekiel Elliott over the next couple of years. But however you spend it,
3: I, I do think that Pollard, gun to my head, would be the one out in this scenario. Oh, and let me just add into this. When I say right now things can change, they're 5-2 and two right now. Right. This team could win 12, 13 games. Get knocked out in the first round because I maintain Amari Cooper's still here if that team last year went to the NFC championship game mm. it's easier to move on and change things around when sure. you've been very you have a very disappointing finish to the season so the way we feel right now and then the way after it all unfolds tell me what they do in the playoffs and I can give you a better story. A, you know a better example of what Sports I think last fluid. yeah it's yeah. fluid very. but
1: at the same time I'll say to you what I held back cuz what I said to my friend Jerry has his favorites.
3: Oh, and Zeke is one Zeke is one of them, for sure, for sure. Okay. For sure. And, yeah.
4: and
1: I said I thought Tank Morris. Like like
3: yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I said
1: I, I thought Tank Miley Morris. Malik Cooker. Malik yeah. 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 <laughs> <He loves laughs> Hooker, I, I, I said, don't do it. I said, it it that's that is a quote from Jerry Jones, sir. That, is, that, that is, is a quote from Jerry. <laughs> ask Clarence Hill. Oh, we were all there. Let me okay. let
2: me check my phone. We were all there. Go yeah. on.
4: Well, yeah. how, how much time we got left? I'm much, yeah. we got about I'm gonna the, blow the,
1: right we, past we, that We one. got about 30 seconds. We know that that uh, I thought I thought Tanks days may have been gone last year, but we saw they brought him back. He's a Jerry favorite.
4: Jerry so, stepped into the final hours and right. bring so him so back. People it's have to remember this. that thing
1: <laughs> about Ezekiel. No matter how you feel about him, the man who writes the checks has an affinity for the player. And for those of us who cover this team on, on, a, on a consistent basis, understand this. There's a lot to his game that the average football fan does not take into account. Fact. That he blocks. That he is there to do all the work um, behind the scenes. He's a very positive person in the locker room. Team player, for sure. Mm-hmm. That
2: kind of stuff. Has matured in a major way.
1: Matters. And coaches like guys that they can depend on. In, in, a, in a roster of 53 dudes, you're going to have a couple dudes you can't depend on. Right. Knowing that you've got my lead running back, I can count on that guy. Yep. That matters. So we'll see how it all so – you're right, John, it's fluid. It is. It's fluid. It is. But when I had the conversation, I told the guy, I would expect to see 21 back here. I don't know what the money, but I expect to see 21 back. Yep. And until they can replace 21, I don't think Jerry would make a move. He had someone in house. He'd do it. It was almost like Romo. Mm-hmm. He would just go replace Romo. He saw, oh, I have a replacement. That was how it went there. Jerry still kind of has his faith yeah. in. to
2: that point, the the last player um, or the most recent player that he had such a strong affinity for, like he does for Zeke and, and some of the, uh, the handful that we mentioned, and the the, the Knights of the Roundtable kind of voted to move on. Des Bryant. You saw the consequence of moving on from that because that wide receiver by committee, it didn't work, and then uh, almost offering Sammy Watkins $16 million. (laughs) (laughs) And the butterfly effect was you had to give up a first-round pick (laughs) for Amari Cooper, and then years later you move on from Amari Cooper because you're like, oh, this isn't the guy. So I say all that to say if you're Jerry Jones, that should embolden you that much more, most likely to say, you know what, last time I, I moved on from a guy that I really, really liked, I had to pay some penalties
3: for that. Maybe he doesn't make that that mistake again with Ezekiel. Just for devil's advocate over here, Jerry did love Randy Gregory. Still love. Oh, Randy Gregory. So that's one it where it does too. get to a level. Yeah. It, could, it yeah. can get to a level where, yeah. and it's got to be it's got to be a high level. But yeah. it can get to a level where he's like. You know, And, that, well, there's both. Yeah. There's, that's, yeah. a there's that's, the a deeper, <laughs> that's a little bit deeper. That's a little bit deeper. That's a little bit deeper. There's some emotions <laughs> yeah. in that one on both sides. Right. But Jerry, yeah, but yeah, Jerry yeah, yeah, to this, I mean, Jerry, because I, I, I don't want to say Jerry loved Randy Gregory. Jerry still loves Randy Gregory. Where's yeah, so yeah. Randy Gregory's agent? Well, <laughs> no, we're not. I was going to get not, into, into see, that. See, so, see, you know, see. I think no there, there you go. there's heartbreak on both sides of
2: that equation. And, you know, there you go. And
1: Jerry came out on the good end of that end. So, thank goodness.
4: He shouts out to Sam Williams during Armstrong.
1: During They're going crazy. They were crazy. with
4: nuts and 12 snaps on Sunday.
1: All right, Kevin Gray, good to see you. You too. All right. Uh, you know, we can bring tell those shirts for everybody else, too. You know, Tell, tell Gavin Spittle you know, empty the vault. Yeah, what's up, Gav? Empty the vault. We'll talk offline. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Walker, DallasCowboys.com. Read John, Michaud, and The Athletic. i New York. That's a media match. We appreciate you watching. It's right here on DallasCowboys.com
0: radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!